to episode number 10 of Geyser's Guidelines, the Blog Turn Podcast. We're in double digits. And because we're now in double digits, we're with double Jordans for this episode. I have a great guest here today. His name is Jordan Burhau. But before I have him introduce myself real quick, gotta, you know, get on my soapbox for just a second because it's been a while since I mentioned this. Uh, but... I'm telling you, you guys are bad at this reviews and ratings game. You really need to step up what you're putting down with this. I've only got three ratings on iTunes, people. One of them is from me. So you really got to bring it. You really got to up your game. Uh, if you're listening through Spotify, you can still go and give me like the stars. You know, you don't have to write an actual review. I, you know, I like the stars because I am a star. Um, or at least I want to be and I'm telling myself that but anyways just you know step up your review game but now that I'm off my soapbox I'd like to introduce my guest today Jordan Burhau the other piece of Jordan Squared um, thank you very much for being on the show today no problem thanks for inviting me absolutely uh, why don't you just tell people a little bit about yourself what you're studying what you like to do um, maybe one thing you would put um, and on a dating website, one, one thing you would put on a dating website. Oh gosh. All right. So let's start from the top. So yeah, my name is Jordan Burrow. I'm a student at the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Uh, I study aerospace engineering. Uh, so yes, it is a city of nerds and uh, <laughs> yes, we are proud of that title. Yes. Um, thankfully I do other things besides that. So, um, I'm actively engaged in a uh, publication that I'm starting. Uh, I do tennis, I do jazz, um, and otherwise I am currently working at GE Appliances this summer as a production manager, so that's been a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that last one? Now, a dating website just one, tidbit? One thing you would put about yourself on a dating website, oh, one like Lord. stellar detail. Um, hmm. uh, I like to be outgoing, I like to be engaged socially, Okay. Uh, I like to find things that are fun to do and they're experiential and you get something out of it i think that's a good thing people really look for that in a dating website if i had to put something because i answer every question i ask people <laughs> um let me think what would i put on a dating website probably that i'll watch almost any movie i guess any movie any movie what's the worst maybe movie? minus horror i'm not big on horror I can handle like comedy, romance, adventure, uh, not documentaries. Those are not movies. Documentaries are not movies. They're um, just films. Yes, different, but yes. Um, but <laughs> I will watch almost any movie. That's. What's your least favorite movie? Least favorite movie that I've seen. Okay, we watched this on a bus to Bible and Beach with my church, The Sandlot. I hate, no I no hate, don't tell me you hate I them. I hate no. The Sandlot. Um, oh, that granted, was a good it's movie. a kids' movie, and kids' movies are generally. I mean, it's a movie about simple, kids. Simple, uh, true. But I had watched part of The Sandlot in like a health class on the last day of school in freshman year, and even then I wasn't crazy about it. But watching it on the bus, I was like, "This movie is actually a pile of crap," and <laughs> people probably think I'm un-American for saying that, but I actually. I hate don't think so. <laughs> I, <laughs> thank you. I. That movie is honestly horrible. I think that's a terrible movie. What's your least favorite movie? Oh, gosh. 
I should have thought of that answer before asking that <laughs> question. Um, oh boy, there have been a lot of bad movies I've seen, um, but a lot of good movies. Um, one movie I was very disappointed in was um, what was it? Jura- Return to Jurassic Park or Ret- oh, the wait. recent one that came out like a oh, year and a half okay, ago? Okay, okay, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, that one was a disappointment. That was so disappointing. It looked really promising from the reviews. I thought they were going to be like trapped on the island or something. Yeah. But it was just that they went from the island to some dude's house. Yeah, no, and then it the was dinosaurs like, got loose in the house. It was kind of like the same rinse and repeat plot. Yeah. It's like, all right, we get it. And then you that it for stupid girl, who was a clone apparently, <laughs> was just like, I need to set the dinosaurs free. And then she sets the this dinosaurs free. the right free. thing to do. And I'm just like, excuse me, this is America. You don't just set dinosaurs free. Unless you're in Florida and you live in a geriatric community. Well, Florida, but... Florida man releases dinosaurs. That's public That's a good one. Public okay. good. That's a good one. Speaking of... I played the game Florida Man, Real or Unreal, in episode 5 with Olivia, which, by the time you listen to this episode, will definitely be out. So, go back, <laughs> listen to that episode, listen to all the episodes again, listen to this one again, after you listen to it the first time. Oh, but I'm glad you mentioned that. And that was probably one of the best games I've played so far, was Florida Man, Real or Unreal. It's a very good game. <laughs> very good game. Uh, and so... Before we get into discussion, I'm going to do a new little side segment. Um, Jordan, do you watch a show called Big Brother? Big Brother? Yeah. Oh my gosh, reality TV. Yes. No, I can't say I do. Okay. But I know the premise. That's okay, that's okay. So, apparently a lot of people don't watch Big Brother, which is really sad because I watch Big Brother and I'm obsessed with it now and I'm an addict. Um, But... I'm going to insert some really dramatic music into this part if I can find it, but I I think it'd be kind of just fun if I did recently on Big Brother uh, in every episode and I just do a recap of events for people who don't watch the show so that they can keep track of these people they don't even know about. Um, so Recently, recently guys lose guidelines. Recently on Big Brother. Uh, so we had Cliff who was an outsider of the game. He was put into camp comeback, and you know what? He freaking won. So the other three campers in camp comeback had to leave the Big Brother house. Cliff got to come back into the game. After coming back into the game, Cliff wins head of household competition. Rags to riches story, people. He totally took people by surprise. I applaud his gameplay. He is definitely an underdog. He's the oldest guy in the house. He's like at least 55 or so he's Whoa. like he's an actual dad he's um he's soon. definitely got some serious dad bod problems going on <laughs> um but he's a petroleum engineer so he's very intelligent and he definitely knows how to play the house definitely knows how to win the game he nominated two power players that are a part of i think they're called the six shooters right now and he put up jack and mickey mickey is actually almost a racist he used the n-word on live video feed and apparently uh, there are rumors of domestic violence that he was so he's an all-around stellar guy he's an all-around stellar guy and of course he's like the ringleader of the power alliance don't even get me started on mickey can't stand him anyways leaving my bias out he uh cliff went after two power players uh he tried to get them evicted Unfortunately, Mickey won the power veto, took himself off the block, 
uh, Cliff was forced to replace him with another nominee. And because of outside forces with the diamond power of Vito and the possession of Christy, he had to play his game wisely. And he actually managed to get a good negotiation with Christy uh, so that she's going to be helping him out with the diamond power of Vito should he want her to help him out with it uh, in the next two weeks. So I'm excited to see that. Wow. But uh, Bella ended up being evicted. Bit of a snake. Was definitely coming up in the near future for her to go home. She was spilling secrets right and left. Uh, so she was evicted. And then the episode on Thursday night ended with them starting the new Head of Household competition. New episode tonight, Sunday. Of course, by the time this episode airs, Big Brother's probably going to be over. Because um, this isn't going <laughs> to air until like the end of August. But... Um, well, it's a good thing Cliff's making his move now, because otherwise he might be on Social now. Security by the time yeah. he's done. But I'm really, really, really hoping that the power lines of the six shooters will be taken out, because I love a good underdog story with Big Brother, and they need to go. So, first segment of Recently on Big Brother is now over, so thank you for listening. Jordan, you have selected a wonderful topic for us today to discuss. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about wealth. Oh, boy. Which I do think is interesting for two college students definitely. to discuss. Definitely a conversation um, that has to happen. Definitely. But I think we will have a lot to say. Probably. So I'm really I hope excited. so. Uh, very first question. How important is money to you? Oh, gosh. That's a heavy hitter. Uh, well, money is kind of useful to me. I would say it's useful. I don't really love money, and I don't really despise money. Mm-hmm. I view it as a pathway to do something better with it. Okay, I like So, that. it's something you can trade for something you'd prefer to do instead. So, yeah. like, you work, you know, you get so many dollars per hour, and the federal government takes their cut, and the state government takes their cut, and at the end of it, you're probably left with, like, 75% of what you're, you've worked for. Yeah. At, with that, you can kind of do whatever you want. You know, you got to do a couple of things. You got to pay for your groceries. You got to pay for your place. You got to pay for, you know, your car, your gas, your miscellaneous stuff. And, th- and then you're probably left with 15, 10% left. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that, that kind of money represents an experience, something you can get out of it. Yeah. So instead of, you know, spending it on stuff I don't really need, I try to find new stuff to do every time with it. Yeah. So. Um, I've gone on trips to different places in the country just to, you know, I don't know, do something new. Yeah, I went whitewater rafting. Yeah, I went whitewater rafting a couple months ago, and Ooh. that was a lot of fun. Where was that at? Uh, the Oconee River, and okay. uh, it's near Chattanooga. That's fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, with school, it's hard to find time, and especially with work. Um, but and it's hard to find money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's totally the same. I mean. Yeah. Just every week, you're just trying to figure out what you got and what you don't got. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the the original question, how important is it to me? Um, at the end of the day, it's not super important to me. Mm-hmm. It's important to me that I have enough to cover what I need. Um, it'd be nice to have extra just yeah. to be able to do other things, but I realize that that's probably and likely not going to be the case for a while, being in school with you know different stuff going on. Yeah. I agree. Um, to me, I would say money, probably top three most important things, just because I would say definitely in America, more than probably other countries. Well, then again, I've only lived in America. <laughs> I don't know what it's like in other countries, though I've 
like to think I know everything. Um, money reflects a lot about who you are as a person, like your social economic status um, determines a lot uh, and it uh, often affects your opportunities, what you can and can't do, uh, how people perceive you. Um, granted, I think right now versus in the future and in the past, money is different. In the past, when I was a kid, like I didn't, I didn't know about money. I knew I got like allowance of like two dollars a week, and I spent that on like candy. And when I'm older, I'm gonna be working a job, job to get like a real paycheck and real money. Um, and I'll hopefully not have to sell my soul <laughs> for that. <laughs> but um, right now, you know, I do see a lot of you know money does make the world go round. It definitely. Yeah, it's definitely necessary. Yeah, it's definitely necessary. It's not something you can live without. Sorry, communism. But I do have a job. You know, I have worked since I was like 13 or so. Before I had a job, I did my own pet sitting business in uh, my neighborhood. And I would do that over the summer and throughout parts of the year in order to get money. But And then when I was 16, I got... A real job at Wendy's that lasted for a day, and then after that, I got a more real job. That that, that money wasn't worth it. Yeah, was it? that money. <laughs> that that was oh my gosh. And there was a, there's a jobs card in the bowl of topics. I will divulge all my Wendy's secrets when that card is pulled. That but, sounds like a episode to watch. There. Oh my gosh, for sure. Um, lots of dirt <laughs> and then I had a job at animal hospital for three years now I have a job well I'm gonna be out of a job by the time this airs I will no longer have this job uh, but <laughs> for the next two weeks I will still be working on a farm um, and so e -I -E -I I've been employed for years now because money is just one of those things that you gotta have you gotta have it yeah and, you know college kind of brings that out and for all sure. of us <laughs> for sure college is muy caro um very expensive can't go to college for free i am sorry no. 2020 democrat candidates free college is probably not coming in our future anytime soon uh no matter what you may say uh, but this isn't politics. So this is money, though. The two could probably be those cards are still in the deck somewhere. I'm sure. A little bit. Um, next question, a little deeper now. Is the love of money the root of all evil? On the surface, that sounds right. Um, like I'm saying, like my perspective, I don't think anybody should love money. I think loving money is the root of evil. Yeah. Uh, I think loving money for the sake of having money is the root of evil, specifically. Yeah. Um, it definitely comes when people put a priority of acquiring money, not wealth, mm -hmm. acquiring money mm -hmm. over um, treating other things more importantly. Yeah. You know, you, you can, I know, like, you see it in the news all the time. People get lost in, in you know, riches that they have no comprehension of, yeah. you know, billions and billions of dollars. At what point does one dollar become different from a million, from a billion, from a trillion, yeah. right? Like, once you start losing meaning in the amount of money that you have, how can you possibly ever justify having it? Yeah. You know, sure, you've earned it, but if you, if you lose yourself in that money, mm -hmm. what do you really have? Yeah. Um, you, you probably lost all sense to the value of money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like having a lot of money doesn't mean that you know the value of money. It just means that you have a lot of it. Yeah. You know, and, and rich people can have value of money, too. Absolutely. 
but it, it takes the acquisition of wealth through responsible means to fully understand the value of the dollar. Yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah, and it, and and a lot of people don't learn that. Yeah, but that's there's definitely there. a difference of having a lot of money because you create your own business and are now reaping the benefits versus being a trust fund kid. Yeah, or just inheriting a business and yeah. destroying it. Yeah. Um, I think the love of money, I don't think it's the root of all evil. I think it's the root of some evil. Um, but at the same time, I feel like you can maybe love money and still love people and like treat them properly yeah. but at the same time I'm like if you truly like if you really look into what it means to love something if you really love money you're putting a sick obsession on a material a good. material object yeah. that has that's it's honestly a piece of paper yeah. and can't really do anything no. um, on its own uh, it's can't replace a person and can't replace oh, yeah. anything yeah um which is kind of a question we will get to towards the end of this yeah discussion. so but um I, I definitely think it's the root of some evil um i think like with corruption and greed um as we have seen a lot in america um the ends people will go to to get money is definitely evil it definitely shows the obsession and just kind of disease that greed can yeah, and I think I think it's just this this idea that you have to have everything. Yeah. Right? You, you, nobody nobody really has to have everything. Yeah. And and if you want to go for that, then that's a that's a goal that you can see. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I say, I th I see money as a tool. Yeah. If you're just seeking to acquire money for the sake of acquiring money, and you have no purpose with what to spend it on, what are you really doing with yourself? Yeah. You're just you're going to end up using it on vices that you don't need in your life yeah. just to get rid of it, mm -hmm. just to spend it, just to have that feeling of spending it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just can never see that going anywhere good. Yeah. Little side question that's not even on the question card, but say <laughs> you had just like an absorbent amount of money, what would you buy with it? What's just like something that like you would not buy if you were on a budget, but if you had like a big chunk of change you would just you'd get it um hmm uh well i would i would probably go and set up a a school for somebody uh for for a place Very that needs nice. one um yeah I mean, I mean like i said i don't really have anything that i really want to do that mm -hmm. i have a ton of money for anything that i really want to do i'll usually just send up or save up for yeah um at some point i'd like to take a trip out um, to another part of the world. That'd be uh, cool. Yeah. I'd like to go um, to probably uh, to to um, to either Australia or New Zealand. Yeah. Um, that's kind of on my bucket list to go yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like in terms of just like one big purchase, um, yeah, I I probably just something like that. I can't I can't see myself spending money on stuff that I yeah. don't really need. So selfless. Well, it's I, like it's not so it's nice. not even about that. It's just like I don't know what else to do with yeah. it. Like I, I want to help people with it, but yeah. like that's just that's honestly what I think of. Yeah. So, well, kind of ashamed to share my answer now. Oh, um, is it? It's <laughs> I would buy all the lottery tickets um, in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so I could win it all again. <laughs> there's this, and be, uh, I'm such a child. 
There's this Lego set. Um, oh, um, come on. You got to tell me now. <laughs> it's a Stranger Things themed there we Lego go. set. Let it out. It's of Will Byers' house. And you can flip it upside down and it's still a house. So there's like a house right side up and wow. there's a house upside down. Oh, it's the upside and down. And it reflects the upside down. Wow. And it's like $200 and that's Holy like smokes. way <laughs> more than I would ever spend on something Whoa. like a Lego set because I am... T- I'm 20 and I have some limitations of Oh, you're not afraid of shame. Child. Shame um, over plastic blocks. Yeah. Is that what it is? Um, oh, not going to lie. I definitely feel some adult shame for that oh. from people. Um, but then at the same time, I was like, a motorcycle would be really cool. I would love to have a <laughs> one motorcycle. One hand, like I said. The yeah, other hand, very motorcycle. Polar opposites. <laughs> but a motorcycle would definitely be something that I, I, I would like to have. But we're talking like exorbitant amount. That, yeah, I was not very specific in how much money it is that you just happen to have. But setting up a school also <laughs> a very good viable you option. Set up a, you could set up a motorcycle school. I could set up a motorcycle school. That way you First, I need it. to go to a motorcycle school. That's true. And learn. First of all, I need the motorcycle. Um, you could just buy a, a personal trainer. Process. Exactly. I would love to teach you after you set up your school. Then you just That'd be you awesome. get a motorcycle and I'll have I teach all, you. I'll have my kids come over there oh and, and learn motorcycling. Uh, motorcycling? Is that a word? I think I, that's probably the verb for it. They need to be well versed in motorcycling. <laughs> That'll be part of the school. How to how the to school of the school of cycling. Yes. The Geisler School of Cycling. I gotta think of like maybe it's like Geisler Gyration. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, do you think that money equates to power? No. Okay. Never. Interesting. I, I don't think money ever equates to power. I think okay. how money is used equates to power. Okay. Because I was going to so. say, I don't think a lot of people no, share yeah. that, share yeah. that feeling. I'm going gonna, gonna to go with nuanced approach okay. here. So, yes, money can be power. Yeah. A lot of money can be a lot of power. But if, if it's squandered, it's no power. Yeah. Right? It's, a very it's good all, it's a tool. Like, I'm, I know I keep beating a dead horse. No, here, no, but, you're good. You're um, good. Money is a tool. And in the, eye, in, the, in the hand of the right person, it can do unbelievable things. Yeah. But in the person of somebody who squ- uh, you know, squanders it, mm-hmm. it'll never do anything worthwhile. Yeah. So I, I'm of the mind where I like to know where every dollar I have goes, mm-hmm. and I like to know where every dollar I earn stays. Yeah. And for me, it's a big deal when I have to spend money and it's a big deal when I have to, to save money because I want to know how my money's going places, right? What, what is it doing for me? What is, what is my money contributing to my life? And yeah, I mean, if I had a bunch of money sitting around and I looked at it and I said, oh, you know, that's a lot of money. I love, I love money. Yeah. I love money. I know <laughs> yeah. what to do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look at it and you're like, well, I don't know really what to do with it. I'm just going to throw it at things that are not worth my time or not worth yeah. my effort. And in the end of the day, you're going to spend it on stuff that's never amounting to everything. You're uh-huh. going to buy ephemeral stuff that just fleets away. And, yeah. And you're left with nothing. All that money. It couldn't be. It could be infinite money. And you spend it on stuff that does not matter, does not impact anybody, does not do anything for anybody else besides maybe your temporary... You know, satisfaction yeah insatiable satisfaction yeah and now you're left with nothing so yeah. all that money no matter how much it is is really powerless it's yeah. all about what the person decides to do with it that's honestly such a smart interpretation because i think for the most part 
I have seen that money equates to power, but if you're not using it for the right things, then it's not going to get you power. I think nine times out of ten, in a social standpoint, money equates to power. Like, if you have money, then you have a lot of social power. Um, because in America, the more money you have generally equates to the more popularity you have among Unfortunately, that people, is often the also case. Also among, like, influence, because people will see, like, oh, because that person has money, that must mean they're also successful. That must mean they're also yeah. intelligent to have gotten that much money, which definitely isn't the truth. Um, as you see with watching Big Brother, there's $500,000 on the line. <laughs> the people who get that money are not always intelligent people. Always kind of um, goes to their heads. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think for a social, from a social standpoint, money almost always equates to power. And oftentimes with politics, the more money you have, can generate a lot of power but you have to use it for the right things like you said yeah. um so would you mind if i step in there absolutely, absolutely yeah so um i think i think that's i think i agree with most of that right there's a couple things that want to nuance there um again kind of beating a dead horse with the nuance <laughs> and stuff today but um uh i would say that yeah, in America, it does matter how much money you have because yeah. at the end of the day, people look down on you for not having enough money. Yeah. And right now, the culture seems to certainly be the other way around as well. Um, so people don't like poor people and people don't like rich people. Yeah. And if you're in the middle class, you're always trying to be one of those two. Yeah. And it just kind of goes around and around and around. Nobody's ever really happy. Yeah. I think it's because people pay too much attention to that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you always see the people... Um, walking around that they, they have the expensive clothes on they have the the fancy cars mm-hmm. the, everything everything that you think you want yeah. and I, I say you think you want because you look at them and say oh boy wouldn't it be awesome if I had mm-hmm. X car or X clothes or you know it, it's kind of a it's like a fleeting dream right you always yeah. see it and it's never really what you want but you think you want it yeah and People tend to look at those people and think, wow, aren't they successful? Aren't they the perfect person? I need to be like them. Well, chances are you just don't know enough about them. Everyone has flaws. Mm -hmm. And to to look at people with the sole determinant, discriminating factor of money, it it tends to put the wrong light and the wrong emphasis on people. Like like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think people need to be careful about what they assume about people based on their money oh for sure because there are good people with good money yeah and there are tons of people that are good people that don't have money yeah and Um, vice versa exactly and and the the opposite is totally true um but when it comes to wealth i think it it all depends on how people use it yeah and if they're using it to simply impress people then yeah i would totally totally 100 percent agree they're not worth the money that they have yeah something you kind of touched upon that I learned about in a very interesting class that you have about. Um, you talked about middle class and how they want to move up um, and or how rich people don't want to be seen as rich and poor people don't want to be seen as poor. Um, a lot, I remember reading it in, one of, in the textbook for the class. It was about how people who, even though they are rich or are poor, will try to associate themselves as closely as they can to the middle because there's a lot less judgment there of like, oh, well, middle just means I'm like comfortable. It doesn't mean I don't have enough. It doesn't mean I have too much. Um, so being 
in the middle class is kind of the sweet spot for people who aren't in the middle class. Yeah. But people who yeah. are in the middle class want to escalate themselves and be higher up. And then we'll probably be like, oh, well, now I want people to see me as middle class because I don't want them to see me as, like, rich, stuck up, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But that, I, I remember reading that, and I was like, that's really interesting because I know our families well to do we my dad is a pilot so he has a nice income but at the same time i know people who are more affluent with money and i know people who aren't as affluent with money and i definitely and i do think we are a middle class family but i'll often just be like oh well you know like we're just kind of middle of the road because i don't want to be like i don't want to see you don't like, want to be that guy i don't want to seem like i'm extravagant or no. anything um and i don't want to seem like i'm too good or not good enough i just want to be like i we're middle of the road like you know and i think that's part it comes down to culture too yeah um right now there's definitely a culture that yeah um to be too wealthy in this culture like to go out of your way to seem wealthy it's not really something that people appreciate yeah and it's never really been something that people appreciate but especially now people are very almost openly hostile towards yeah um and and again i say this as somebody who's middle class very very middle class Mm -hmm. um you know, I'm not in no terms rich. I'm in no terms poor. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the middle class, like, not to get all economic theory on mm-hmm. you, but no, no, um, the, the middle class is definitely the most mobile class mm-hmm. in the U.S. right now. But that class is also shrinking. Um, and there's more poor people and there's more rich people now than there were 10 years ago. Yeah. So we all, it's almost like this is becoming the affluent status of being rich by being middle class it's kind yeah. of weird we're in the we're in a weird times yeah so like people want to be middle class for the sole like argumentative factor of saying well i'm middle class therefore my opinion's more valid yeah um because apparently that's that's what people debate now yeah there's a good family friend of ours his name is john jordan and he along with i think his brothers and his dad created a company called jordan technologies we gotta hit all three jordans this episode (laughs) yeah oh my gosh just keep coming out yeah (laughs) you got like two uh, hidden in the closet or something (laughs) like that uh for sure um but he they created a company that was very successful um and so they have a considerable amount of money and i remember i was talking with him for like a research paper i did Oh, senior year interesting um and he said that he feels a lot of times that he's supposed to be guilty about having money yeah because yeah. he is more upper class because he yeah. has been very successful in life um but he's like i can't feel guilt why should i feel guilty about something that you know i put blood sweat and tears in yeah. to get you yeah. know like i did it honestly and i made a company and I'm now reaping what I sowed, so why should I feel guilty about having that? And I was like, that's a very, that's a very legitimate feeling, and I definitely agree with him. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, that kind of summarizes what the popular sentiment is right now. Yeah. People don't like people because they have money. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, you can do whatever you want with money. It's at the end of the day, it's a free country. Yeah. You know, within means, but um, if you do things that are honorable and dependable with your money then mm-hmm. why shouldn't you be allowed to have money yeah why should people look down on you for having the ability to acquire in that case would be wealth yeah so not and just I, money yeah i was gonna say that like i do think 
there is an expectation for people who have a lot of money that they carry have heavy social responsibility of what to do with their money that absolutely um, and I think John Jordan he gives um, absorbently to organizations and charities and I think that's a high expectation that should be met by people who do have money that they should be able to give back and help while also being able to enjoy it for, for themselves but they I do believe they do have a social responsibility to help others in need as well not blurring the line with oh the wealthy should be taxed more um because yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that but I do believe they have a, a social responsibility to help others because of what they do have uh yeah I I will I'll agree with you there I, I think that um they're definitely more visible. Yes. Um, there's fewer of them compared to middle class and and poorer people, um, so they're definitely more visible when it terms to like them spending money because they usually spend it in larger quantities than yeah. people of normal class or and it's funny because I say normal class here because yeah. I'm referring to middle class but yeah. like isn't that isn't that kind of a unique thought perspective because we're thinking of it from middle class and that's non-normal but what if you grew up in that class and you view everyone else as being subnormal yeah. how, how would you perceive things and and that's not a derogatory question on 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 john it's just more of a question of um and it sounds like he came from a normal upbringing yeah, as well yeah so from how what I know, would he, he view things that's yeah. what i ask from what i know he did have um you know like a normal probably middle class maybe even i don't Growing up, I think, and starting the business, they were very, very tight on money. They had almost no money. Um, but through a lot of work and a lot of time, they garnered success and they got money. So it wasn't just like they had money straight from the get-go and that's how they got more money. Um, I think he, yeah, I think he probably did have like a more middle in-between standing growing up. That's yeah, and and I think that um, maybe we'll touch on this again later. I'm not sure what your questions have in mind for me, um, but that's kind of where the value of money yeah. uh, is disciplined in people, and and I think that a lot of people just lack it disciplined with money. Yeah, and and it shows right because when people go out and buy frivolous things, they spend money on things that they either don't have or they can't spare. Yeah, and they're left with nothing because they didn't plan. Yeah. And, and I don't say this as someone who looks down upon them. I, I say this as someone who's genuinely concerned with yeah. with the attitude of a lot of people in this country towards money as if it just materializes. Yeah. Um, that that kind of scares me. Yeah, for sure. So, sorry, didn't mean to No, tangent. no, you're totally fine. Yeah. Um, and that does kind of get into the next question. Oh. What do you do to maintain a good budget? Wow, I'm a genie. <laughs> um, so, for me... Uh, my budget always starts with my expenses, of course. Yeah. Um, I start with, with housing, I start with school, I start with my car, I start with gas, uh, and I work my way down from there. Yeah. So I'll set aside 40% for school-related stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take, you know, whatever I make, I'll take that chunk out and I'll keep it for the months that I'm not working. Mm -hmm. um, especially right now where I'm making decent money yeah. um, and I can afford to do that and not have to worry about it yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, um, the expenses that I have right now take out the rest of my budget pretty much. Yeah. Um, car payments, uh, the gas is, ends up being about, you know, 30, 40 bucks a week. Um, and after that, it's just food, mm -hmm. uh, miscellaneous expenses. And then I leave, I leave about 10%. Yeah. 
uh, 10% left for myself at the end of the budget uh, for me to do as, as I please. Yeah. So that might be something fun. It might be something I kind of wanted but never really needed. Yeah. Um, and, and from there, it, uh, it usually not left with a whole lot. I try to save. I try to invest the rest. Um, yeah. So I think uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, um, but I, I try to invest it into um, either a certificate or a savings bond or something that will guarantee me a return on my money. And even though I don't need the money right at this moment, I'll get it back plus interest in, you know, three, six months, maybe yeah. a year's time. Wise decision. Um, so usually, well, as I was talking to you before the show. <laughs> I'm um, to have the really, pre-recordings now. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how I manage to budget with this upcoming semester because, as I mentioned, I'm going to be out of a J-O-B <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Uh, so my income is going to be almost nil, and I really hope I can make things work um, with a budget of just about two dollars. Um, <laughs> but um, as of right now, typically what I do, so my boss pays me every Monday. A lot of people get paid every two weeks, and I was paid every two weeks at the animal hospital, but I get paid every Monday. Um, so usually what I do is I put uh, probably like 30%, 30, 40% into savings right off the bat. Um, and I leave a fair chunk on my debit card, um, just in case for whatever reason, some crazy thing happens and I need a little bit to do something. I don't know. Um, but usually I don't spend a ton. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Uh, but <laughs> there are some things like I can't give up like Spotify. Five, oh, that's the best too. five dollars I spend every month is on Spotify. I can't. I can't imagine life without it. My yeah. commute would be so boring. It would suck. So oh my gosh. Money goes to Spotify every month, no matter what. Shout but out to Spotify. Spotify. See if we can get an advertisement on the advertise show. Advertise me, Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. I would love to sponsor you. Not coincidence. Not I really think that not. you need it. True, but I would love to have you as an advertiser. Um, so Spotify is a must-have. Gas, of course. I can usually go about a week and a half before I need to fill up again. So that's like forty at the most, forty dollars yeah. at the most. Um, maybe I go out uh, to eat. Um, that's not too much. Um, Where's your favorite place? Favorite place? If I won't. Hit you with the real As of hard right, hitting questions. The place where I'm spending a lot of money on food right now is Gigi's Cupcakes. No um, way. <laughs> I've been spending a lot of money Those there. Four dollar cupcakes that never hit yeah. you as hard, right? Um, I went this past week and the person working remembered me and I was like, this is not good. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm in deep now that she recognizes me. And then she says, um, Are you a returning customer? Yeah. And he's all, Oh, well, no. She was like, she was like you have the rewards program, right? Oh, and I no. was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> that is and the that's what you're like, I'm the, done for this week. <laughs> that, yeah. That is the only thing I have rewards program. Well, oh, man. technically, with no, that is technically under my dad's name. Gas at Thornton's is under my dad's name. But Gigi's Cupcakes is the only thing I have a rewards program set up for. Um, that's hilarious. But if I'm talking like full-fledged meal, I would say my... My favorite place to go is probably Chick-fil-A because I'm white and basic. Uh, what about you? You're that like, wasp heritage, I see. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, oh, boy. 
Uh, being down in Huntsville has gotten me into Popeyes. Okay. Popeyes is my guilty okay. pleasure. Yeah. Um, so, I swear I haven't gone here this whole summer. Oh, well, I know. I've, not really. I've been strong. I've been not strong. One near us. There is one in Louisville. It's on Bardstown Road. I go past it every oh, day. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I go past about. it every day on my way to work, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Hard craving. But have you had Joella's? No, I haven't. Joella's. I'm gonna say is definitely at Popeye's level. It is really, really? good chicken. Really good chicken. And they have awesome mac and cheese. Ah. Really good. See, and yeah. it's on, it's there. Off really? Off town as well, I believe. I'm pretty oh. sure. I'm pretty sure. Wait, Lee's chicken? Joella's. Oh, Joella's. I know where Lee's is. I don't know where Joella's is. If I know what Bart's, <laughs> if I know if... <laughs> well, that's I, a nasty road yeah, to start with. um... It's near, like, there's a Chick-fil-A, a Firehouse Subs. Oh, yeah. Krispy it's all Green. down there. Wow. The, uh, the, like, outdoor sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that, that is. Joella's is on that strip. Yeah. And now um, now your listeners have a now, nice tour of Louisville's downtown. No, the places I know. The places I hold near. They're going to be watching you for you at Gigi's. They're going to be sitting there at the door and be like, hmm. Yeah. That's really a third wanna... one this week, Jordan. <laughs> Three. I, I really want to ask if they offer military discount because until i'm 21 i have military military discount because of my dad but uh i feel like if i ask that i'm on a whole other level of pettiness with Gigi's cupcakes but they're expensive these are expensive cupcakes i mean i this love you Gigi's, but it's like 350 375 a cupcake Oof. granted they give you like a solid two inches of icing which is very much appreciated but it's costly, but that's where your dollars are going. That's where my money is going. Every hour you I need work, to invest in GG stock, because um, they will always be successful. But yeah, <laughs> so that's my budget: cupcakes, gas, and Spotify is in that order. Is, yeah, in that order. <laughs> that is my that is my hierarchy of of my budget. Um, next question: Has money ever pushed you to do something stupid? Ooh. Or I might even say... Foolish? Buy something stupid. Oh, buy something stupid. Um, I definitely had the money in the pocket. You know, burning money in the pocket. That, yeah. that kind of sensation? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it's taken everything I've had sometimes just not to like... Yeah, I'll buy that. Even yeah. though I don't even need that at all. Yeah. Um, Can you think of something yeah. specific? Oh, man. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, man. There was... Um, Right after I got my car, right, because I, I just spent fifteen grand on it, and I'm like, whoa, you know, now I'm not gonna spend any, yeah. I'm not gonna buy anything else this summer. Yeah. Funny how like, because I've been in that position too, where it's like, I can't believe I spent that much money on this. I'm not buying anything else, and then like two hours later, I'm like, what about this? Like, <laughs> what about that? Wait a second. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I've always wanted a tablet for yeah. using textbooks and stuff. Because I'm like, well, I have a bunch on PDF, so I'll just buy a tablet. And yeah. it's like, well, they're also $450. And True. it's like, whoa, you know, that's yeah. like that's like a week's worth of, of money. And yeah. it's like, well, um, you know, it, that, that would have been basically half a paycheck for me at, at, the, at the time. And, um I, I <laughs> thought about it for all of like two days. I'm like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might as well because I'm like, oh, I, I have to have this. It's an I have to have for your this. education. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like sitting at the 
I'm, si- I'm sitting there staring at my phone, looking at the order, you know, the order details yeah. page. I'm like, well, do I really need this? I'm like, yeah. no, but mm-hmm. it'd be nice. For sure. And now, you know, now it's sitting on my desk and my computer, and I'm like, well, did I really need it? And I'm yeah. like, well, it's kind of fun to have it. Yeah. And, like, I haven't really done much spending yeah. extraneously this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like, you know what, final, I'll, I'll buy something um, just for the fun of it. Yeah. Even if it is just for the fun of it. Yeah. I'll just buy something to use during the summer and while I'm at school. Because it's a tool. Yeah. And, and I figured I can use that while working on my newspaper or just yeah. uh, doing stuff for my, my clubs. and mm-hmm. um, Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's what I'm justifying. It yeah. it's, it's a tool, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and you can use it as, like, before I had my laptop, I had an, I won't see the brand. I'll, I'll remain unbiased. Well, I have a Mac laptop, so... You guys know it's an iPad, um, but <laughs> I had like a Bluetooth keyboard that I used with the iPad, and it was almost like a laptop. So yeah. useful. Sometimes they, they're useful. They can have a use. Um, for me, I think my sometimes my sister and I like if we're in the basement watching TV, she'll be like, "Can you give me some food?" And I'm like, "No," and she'll be like. I'll Venmo you a dollar. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, that is a great deal. That I will for do. energy, for yes, food. Yes, I will do that. So I guess that's something stupid I've done for money. Honestly, if that's the worst thing you've done, that's yeah. that's not bad. This one time, this is way back. Um, I was in fifth grade. Yeah. I was wow. at a summer camp. And we were, we had these like, for lack of better terms, I guess, dorms for rooms, but it wasn't on like a college campus. Um, so they were like kind of dorms and outside of our like room building area, there was this little pond and there were these flowers kind of growing towards the center of the pond. And one of the girls was like, oh, that would be like, I, I really want one of those. And I was like, much will you pay for it? Oh, she was like, <laughs> and she was like, I'll give you $7. And I was like, okay. And so Sold. Then, um, there's like all this like algae and muck just like entrenched within this pond. Cause it's essentially just a cesspool of wow. the animals living there. Truly the Oldham County way. Yes. So I put on my water shoes. I hiked up my shorts and I went to the pond, plucked a flower, brought it back. And she was like, actually, I only have $5. And oh, I was like, no. that's okay. I'll still take the money. Um, and to me, that was the white, that was like the easiest $5 I ever got. Other than maybe the, the collected Venmos of, the, from my sister. The, the three days uh, of Chernobyl radiation that yeah. you picked up in the phone. <laughs> but it's a good miniseries, by the way. True, true. Yes, you've watched it too. I think I at least watched the trailer. I think. I'm pretty sure. Tell you what, HBO, there's some good stuff on there. Yeah. I never was a big Game of Thrones guy, though. I didn't get into Game of never Thrones did. either. I missed the bus on that one. Westworld was good, though. I liked Westworld. Is, it, is that on Hulu? No, it's on HBO. I thought it was on Hulu. No, I think they just came out with the second season, though. Uh, I have yet to watch it. I have yet to watch Stranger Things 3. Very good. I've heard well, a lot oh, of good well, things I was talking about, about Stranger Things 3... The first season two one, were definitely good. Season one is definitely the best. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, oh, I had yeah. a beef with season two. I felt like 
Spoiler alert. Oh, no. Um, well, you're I spoiling a show that's, like, two years old at true. this point, so. Um, I definitely felt like it was just copy and paste, like, oh, the monster is seeing what Will's doing. Knock him out with the drugs. <laughs> He's awake. Monster seeing what Will's doing. <laughs> Knock him out with the drugs. And it was like that for, like, at least three episodes. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah, and they were long episodes, gonna change? Yeah, and they were long episodes. Yeah, I know. No, well, that, that's true. I, yeah. I kind of tune that out. Because what I do is I usually put Netflix on my computer, and then I'll do homework. Yeah. But it's my way of justifying doing yeah. homework. But, like, yeah, I kind of tuned out for like, the last two episodes. Gets, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, season three was probably better than season two. Um, but season three was pretty good. Season yeah. Season three was pretty good. I'll have to give it a watch, then. Yeah. Um, but. Tangent over. Yes. <laughs> something stupid I bought with. Okay, we were just on vacation uh, for a couple weeks. We were in Croatia, and the Croatian dollar is called Hakuna. Hakuna Matata? Hakuna, exactly. That is where Hakuna Matata came from. Um, Croatia. Who would have thought? From Croatia. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, so, six Kuna equal one US dollar. So, six Kuna my dollar. <laughs> was that in the you reboot? can't write these things was that in the reboot um, nope. so, did I read the script right is that what I'm supposed to say <laughs> so drinking age is different in Croatia um, it's 18 and I'm 20 so wink wink nudge yeah, nudge <laughs> definitely partook in a little bit of libations in Croatia and to me I, I was like oh well like it's cheaper here, and so it's okay. <laughs> and so uh, it really was probably the same price still as U.S., but in my mind, I was like, six kuna, one dollar. Um, but as the uh, song goes. at the end of the trip, like I, I paid my bill, and I was like, I can't believe I spent this much money just on alcohol. Um, and I never got like drunk. I never got wasted or anything. I had just like a drink here and there, and it was fun, and it was cool, you know, like, taste a couple different drinks um and but I, I definitely spent probably more than i should on just alcohol how much money you spend north or south of a hundred a little bit north oh no <laughs> um oh, no. yeah but it, there was some good drinks i had uh, a couple white russians those were really good those are probably my favorite i had there were these like pear ciders. Oh, wow. Those were good. Um, I had a pina colada. I had a Liberty, which was like special to where we were. I had a couple shots at a couple different places. But you don't remember, do you? No, I remember. I'm tr- well. Uh huh. One okay. <laughs> one club we went to. I had a shot called. I think it was. Wow, it's great. All of the shots on the list were like really inappropriate. There was like the slut and like <laughs> sex on the beach and a couple Well, that's a classic that, there. <laughs> yeah, true. Sex on the beach is a classic drink, but there are a couple others I, I won't say on air. I can't believe I said the O word on air. Um, yeah, we've already got to get Spotify. <laughs> I'll bleep that out, Spotify, but please still advertise. Um, but there were. In my, at the time, I justified it. And maybe right now I still justified it because it was just something I wasn't going to do again in the future. It was just something fun. But, you know, that was money. Could have been invested uh, in other The full things. circle comes back. Yeah, All I now feel the shame. Um, but in the moment, I thought it was well worth it. I thought 
thought I thought it was well worth it. Um, do you think people in general have a price? Ooh. I would say yes on the condition that it matters what you're asking them to do. Okay. That would probably change the price. Okay. Um, you know, everyone wants to say no. We don't have a price. We don't have any money. And there's nothing in the world that you could ask me uh, to just give me a blank check and then I'll do it. Um, I'm pretty sure that everyone has a price at some yeah. point. There is some amount of money that if once you see those digits and you start thinking about, oh my gosh, I could do this, I could do this, I yeah. could do this, yeah. you're going to start breaking down and you're going to do it mm -hmm. just for the fact that you're going to do it and you're going to have that money. I'd like to think I wouldn't, but I'm sure that at some point I probably would. Yeah. However, that depends heavily on what it is. Yeah. Um, if some, you know, if it's something stupid, like... You know, like eat a leaf or something. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll do that for like ten bucks. <laughs> After this show, we After will the, test. Oh that no! <laughs> oh no! I'll take your five dollars from the flower store. <laughs> no, but like, um, yeah. I mean, if if it was something like like awful, like terrible, I don't think I don't think there's anything that anybody could pay me to like, like I don't know, like like set fire to something, like a house or something, like a. It's yeah. like a criminal. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go go take this guy's wallet. You can keep what's in it. I'm like, nope. It's like probably $2 on the <laughs> No, wallet. it's like, well, what if he has nothing? <laughs> no, yeah. but seriously, I don't I don't know. Um, I would definitely think that everyone has a price. Yeah. Um, that price is nothing they're ever going to like realistically share with somebody. Yeah. But, um, and depending on what it is that you ask them to do, I would say that everyone still has something that they would do it for. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. I think everyone does have a price. Um, just because money can do a lot for you. Um, and depending on your circumstance, money could easily change your life. And my mom's making a smoothie. I hope this doesn't come up on the recording. But that I was like, what's that noise? Um, <laughs> uh, but like, gonna incorporate some Big Brother. You oh, know, no. these people do some insanely stupid and terrible and trashy things for the sake of possi possibly, uh, you know, they've yeah, got no uh, a 1 in 16th chance of winning $500,000. Um, which and, isn't a lot of money anymore. Which is a lot of money, but you also got to pay taxes. Not that much money. Um, you have to embarrass yourself essentially every, every week episode. on live TV. Yeah. Um, and like there was, a, I was watching an old season because I have no life. And there was this one girl named Erin who was despicable. She was absolutely evil. She was a racist. She said some of the most terrible things about black people that were wow. also in the house. And she had no remorse at all. Wow. And someone came up to her and was like, you should know people have a big beef with you saying these things. And she was like, I'm not going to even acknowledge that because that is so Whoa. stupid. And I'm like, you actually realize that your potential future employers, <laughs> they <your> will. friends, <laughs> a potential spouse are seeing this and seeing you for who you really are. Yeah. As like, a, as how terrible of a person you are. And she was just like brushing it off. Like it was no big deal. Um, wow. But it's kind of disgusting, you it know? It is kind of disgusting. Um, the things that people will do and say when money is on the line. Well, granted, she wasn't getting paid $500,000 to use racist language, but... No, but it brings it, out the worst in people. It's a part of the process, you know? And it uh, definitely, like you yeah. said, brings out the worst in people. Um, as far as, like, do people in general have, like, a set price of how much they're worth? 
I'm going to say... We know how much a kidney's worth. True. <laughs> On eBay. <laughs> we know how much certain pieces of people are That's worth. That's true. What about a um, whole person? But I remember in sophomore year humanities class, oh boy. this is Gerard in, oh boy. we had Philosophy Fridays, and uh, there was one day we talked about, like, usually if... I can't remember... I could easily begin this wrong, but like, if someone was murdered and their family is receiving compensation, how do you determine how much money that person was worth? Mm. And one of the scenarios was a homeless person. And if you, if the homeless person was murdered and the family received some kind of compensation, you know, does the fact that he's homeless determine how much money you do or don't get? And I was really taken aback by that because I was like, well, yes, but also no, because that person was still a person. Granted, that person did not have a career and was, you know, not really contributing to society, but that person was still a living human being, yeah. you know? And that's definitely a tricky thing to think about, of, of labeling people as a price tag. Like with Facebook, there was a big story the other day about how they're paying $5 billion in fees for privacy invasions and things like mm -hmm. that. Five billion dollars is a big fine, yeah. But Facebook is a big company. Yeah, to them that's that's pocket change. Yeah, and and over a period of years they'll forget about it. Yeah, for and sure. it'll be gone. It's a set amount of money. Why why don't instead of why not instead of doing that we say from now on you're gonna take ten percent of whatever you make, and you're gonna give that to foundations that encourage responsible financial status yeah. of families or securing stable futures for struggling families in, yeah. in, in areas that have difficulties with, with parenting and, and stable families and having an income that supports education and, yeah. and brings people out of poverty. Because yeah. it's, it's usually the people that are in poverty that struggle the most with these things. Yeah. And middle class does too, but uh, poverty are the ones, the ones in poverty are the ones that struggle the most because they're the ones hardest hit by it. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just kind of my thinking. Yeah. We're on our last question. Oh, no. Have you ever sold out for something? Oh, boy. Have I ever sold out for something? Wow. Um, there's there's times when uh, people have encouraged me to do that, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and being, being an Eagle Scout or whatever, you know. It's just, I like to think of myself as someone who wouldn't be, be capable of doing that, but it would be a lie to, ser to say that I haven't seriously thought about it. Yeah. Um, there have been opportunities for me to take where I could betray somebody, backstab somebody, and just say, you know what, uh, this opportunity is worth more than your friendship. Yeah. And and in all those times, I usually stop my think myself and, and think pretty early on in that, and I say, you know what, this person trusts you, right? Mm -hmm. This person trusts you so much that you they went out of their way to offer you something, and you should decline it because the right thing to do would be decline it so that you, they don't feel like you're just taking it for a ride yeah and and the second that they look away you've given up everything that they've ever offered to you in exchange for something that maybe uh not be worth it yeah. it may seem like it at the moment so um have i ever sold out for anything i'm trying to think if there's there's been any instances in my life where i, I regret taking one path over another because of things like that mm -hmm. um there's definitely been times during uh while while at school where i wish i had done something different right where I, I take something at face value and I say ah, that's probably fine yeah. um, when it's not really fine um, 
there was one case where uh, somebody had said, yeah, you know, hey, I'd love it. I love it if you you help me with um, homework or something. Uh, and I said, sure, yeah, I've been in that class before. I'd be more than happy to do it. Um, and and I never followed up on it. And I, and I always felt bad about it because the person went through the course and they struggled and and I wanted to say something like, hey, you know, would you like would you like help? But um, it always struck me as that I would feel like I'd, I'd be patronizing them, or they would, they, you know, they'd see it as me, kind of uh, disregarding their own abilities to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know if that's selling out, but it definitely feels like I took the road of less resistance yeah. in that case. Um, and I looked at it and said, well, it's not. I don't know if it's worth my time. Well, it probably was, uh, and that's something I regret. Yeah. Um, you know, not being super specific here, but that is something I regret personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you? I don't think anyone sees me as valuable or important enough to try and get me set up for something. <laughs> That's terrible. Because um, I've never, I don't think I've really been prompted to. I think personally. Well, maybe not like big amounts. Yeah. I think getting into high school, I definitely started to sell out part of my image and the fact that I got really into, like, name brand. Like, I really started to get into, like, oh, like, I need to wear, I can't just wear, like, this shirt from this peasant store. It's got to be Hollister. It's got to be Abercrombie. Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, The most reputable store. (laughs) I think I put uh, too much stock in just what I was wearing that I kind of sold out a bit on what I believe in that clothes don't make the man or woman that, you know, the man or woman makes themselves. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and you know, I say that, but I still have like uh, probably half of my closet dedicated toward lucky brand. Um, shout out to lucky brand. If you want to advertise, please just do some. I'm a dedicated customer. Opt um, to <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do think in that way I, I have kind of sold out, and that idea but I also I do believe there is a lot to be said about how you present yourself oh yeah Um, and being a communication major I've learned a lot about how um, your body image and your appearance and what you wear can often say more about you than what you actually say Uh, so I put you know a high price on that so I guess in a way I've kind of sold out for clothes Um, but I don't think like big picture I've really sold out for anything. No, no. I've still got plenty yeah. of time in my life before I'm tempted <laughs> to do that. <laughs> well, that's actually a really good response and that kind of makes me think about it too. Um, with with me, uh, I, I, I definitely think that I value uh, image. Yeah. Um, I've struggled with, with that, you know, the last several years because being in, in, in school, you, yeah. you're constantly being barraged by people that see you, people that notice you for the first time, people yeah. that might be your future employer yeah, that are meeting exactly. you for the first time and you really you really feel like you have to to set up a appearance that may not be true to yourself yeah um and i've struggled with making sure that when i'm talking to people that they know who i am like yeah. really who i am because how can they ever trust me if i'm somebody that is just a facade to them yeah. it's just a face right mm-hmm. a face and a face in a suit right yeah. anybody's anybody can be a face in a suit but yeah. It takes somebody that's real to, to represent like an, a person that would be uh, successful at whatever you're hiring them to do or to be yeah. a good friend to, to care for you and care back. You know? yeah. 
So that's something that I, I've always kind of really worried about with yeah. myself, mm-hmm. um, coming across as genuine, yeah. making sure that people see me as who I think I am rather yeah. than somebody that I think I should want them to think. Yeah. I do think that's difficult, though, with employers especially because it's kind of like what people call like an elevator pitch like you've got like 30 seconds to really sell yourself and make you seem like a stellar enough person to be taken on uh, and i think you know that also works with meeting people for the first time too because the first if i was a good student i would remember what it was exactly but i think it was like within the first couple minutes you meet someone they've already kind of made their judgment about you and whether they want to well they want to say it or not if they want to pursue like a, a relationship with you um, and a lot of that plays off of appearance because if you're dressed like really sloppily or you're wearing like really tattered clothing or whatever, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's like homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against the homeless. Um, but it's true though. Love you guys. Uh, but you know, there's a lot to be said about that. The way you present yourself plays a big part in how yeah. people interpret you, you know, want to interact with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are now at the end of our questions. Is there anything we missed? Anything extra you want to add? We got to get back to wealth, don't we? <laughs> um, Somewhere along the line, we kind of <laughs> we kind of yeah kind of covered um, a lot. Yeah, but I I, I think it all kind of good discussion. I think it comes back to it though yeah. because um, uh, wealth is yeah like when you see somebody and you say oh wow they've got you know super expensive clothes on you know mm-hmm. obviously they're they're rich but do you think of and here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. What is what is your discrepancy between rich and wealthy? Okay, that's a good question. Because wealth typically is like all all together your assets versus rich would just be like strictly money. Um, personally, I, I feel I do think I'm wealthy. I have, for the next two weeks, I have a job. <laughs> I, I have a car. I have an education. I have family i have um a laptop i have a dog you know i have relationships so in my mind i would say i am a wealthy person monetary i would say i'm not a wealthy person because i only have x amount saved and i know eventually that's all gonna get drained into house new car whatever um but i would definitely see wealth as more of a collection of people and things in your life and not just money what about you what do you think about wealth Hmm. yeah i think i think you're right in saying that wealth is kind of the total package um if you're somebody who's wealthy you're not just going to be good with money you're probably going to be a disciplined person Mm -hmm. you're probably going to be somebody who cares about other people because you've gotten to that point only by fostering relationships and Mm -hmm. being responsible and Mm kind of being all the things that people really should be a per like the way i always think of it is somebody who's wealthy may have gotten there by accident, but will only stay there through rigorous um, application of yeah. being the right kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think there's a famous quote out there by either Thomas Sowell or something that says that a person is only three generations from poverty at any time, at, at the most, right? You can start off wealthy, and the next generation of people in that family, they'll have an opportunity to either become the same wealth, more wealthy or less wealthy, and it'll take responsible marketing or responsible money management yeah. to make sure that either you land at the same or higher. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you fall below it, then 
it's either because you've been unable to manage it properly or you've had something happen that you couldn't possibly mitigate. Yeah. But you still have your wherewithal around you and you still have the ability to go up from there if you're responsible with it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, another generation later, if you've fallen and <laughs> you can't, you can't get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, life, life alert, alert sponsor. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. You can't get back up to yeah. where you were. Then you're now at the bottom of society and it's only yeah. been three generations away and it happens much more frequently than we'd know yeah. than we'd even think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know. It's just crazy to me how much people can move around in the like how much it's not fixed. Mm-hmm. That that's one thing I've always heard people talk about where it's like, yeah, the social pyramid is fixed. It, it, it really isn't. Um, There's room for growth. Absolutely, and and especially in this country, I think that people really overlook the opportunities that are presented by the way that our markets are run. Um, anybody can go from rags to riches. I know, probably off the top of my head, three or four. Um, that have made their way becoming successful businessmen and women and they've proved everything wrong that seems to be going into the political environment recently. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I do think that there's a big difference between rich and wealthy. I think yeah. rich is somebody who has a lot of money and wealthy is somebody who has a lot of money that has also respect. Yeah, I like that. So. I agree. Well, I think this is a great discussion. I think for two college students... We had a lot of good things to say about this. Yeah. Um, so, great discussion. Uh, and now, stay tuned for the ads. Thank you to vacuums. They may help with cleaning, but they sure do suck more than anything. This episode is brought to you by Renovation Chose. Without them, how would people become pseudo-designers by using phrases like open concept, shabby chic, and barn doors? Ooh. Thank you for bringing America. Sincerely, the owner of these renovation shows. <laughs> All right, we've got a brand new game, and I'm so excited to play this game. Um, are you ready to play? Absolutely. Oh, and before, we did not talk about how we know each other. Oh, and gosh. And that is, as a guest, that is your responsibility. So, Jordan, how do we know each other? Oh, uh, well, it all starts long ago in Veracruz. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. Um, no, so we, we've been pretty pretty good friends for a long time. Yeah. Um, fourth grade, I think you were saying. Yeah. I've completely forgotten at this point. <laughs> we, it's been so long. We were on, I think we met on a soccer team. Oh, that's grade. right. Mackenzie Culp was we on were soccer on, team. It was the Orange Crush. It was. That was right. I've got a picture, I think, in my room still. No way. Not, not in this room. <laughs> my my that's, bedroom. That's crazy. Uh, but um, of our original soccer team. I think that was I, how we first I met. wonder if then, I still have that jersey somewhere. I, I held on to those for a long time. Were you number eight? I think you were number eight. Maybe. I was number six. That name sounds... Or that, num- that name. That name. That number sounds familiar. I... I think like I, I was an eight. I completely forgot about that, but now I remember. Yeah. Wow, that's been such a... And then that was ages ago. I know. And then we've gone through... We were in the same fifth grade class, I think, and then we went to... Um, we went no, to, you were in Miss Rule's class. I was right. in Mr. Parrott's class. Mr. Parrott's? Did you have Miss Martin? I had Miss Martin okay. the year before. It was like her first year there. Yeah. But then, yeah, we went through middle school. We had band together. We did have band together. And, um, both trumpet. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, from there, it's just been good friends for a long time, yeah. and so tennis partners. In the yes, basketball. right. We went back to ten. We won our last game yes, too. Yes, we won our last. I still have the ball from that. I think game. I still do too. I still have the ball. That um, was a good time. That was a good game. Um, but yes, 
that is our backstory of our friendship. That is the backstory of Jordan Squared. It's a long story. Um, so we've got a game. Oh boy. It's really good. It's called In Other Words. And so the way this game works is I'm going to give you the plot to a movie. I chose movies that I feel you've probably seen. Okay. Like iconic kind of movies of our time. Okay. Um, and so it's going to be a really warped version of the plot. <laughs> and it is your job to figure out the plot of the movie. Oh, I'm up um, for it. We are playing for points. Oh, also man. Also playing for time. So... This is the first time this game's been played, so you got to set a high record if you want to keep it. Uh-oh. Uh, so, are you ready to play in other words? Let's do it. All right, we've got 15 plots. Right, I don't want to embarrass myself. If you can't myself. think of one, uh, you can skip it, and we'll come back to it at the end. All right. Uh, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. One, two, three, go. A guy who is a total square has to find the royal crown to save a crab. Oh, my gosh. That's the SpongeBob movie. Yep. That was good. <laughs> a girl who kills animals for fun now has to sleep around to get to the top and save her life. Get to the top. Oh my gosh. Is that like a Disney movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what kind of... Th- what? Uh, let's skip that one for right okay. now. An Australian amnesic female doesn't know where anything or anyone is, but she knows how to read and uses those skills to find a clown's son. A clown's son? Oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> let's go to the next one. You really got to think. Uh, a veteran who can't find love tries to find his friend who can't help but kill people. Also, there's Scarlett Johansson. Can't help but kill people? Uh, is this like, um, is this like a war movie? In a way. Oh, man, I don't remember. All right, keep going. Okay. A holy man who makes a deal with the devil to save his girlfriend, but lets monsters roam the earth. That sounds like like The Conjuring. No, <laughs> it's a Disney movie. Oh my god, it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh my god, is it? Oh, is it the new make of Cinderella? No. No. Uh, Enchanted. No. Okay, I don't know. Okay. A woman can't find her dad because her singer mom sleeps with too many guys. Oh my gosh, can you read that again? <laughs> what? A woman can't find her dad because her singer mom sleeps with too many. Can't guys. find her dad. Is this, is this recent? I don't know this. It's like 2008. 2008? Oh my gosh. For some reason, I wanted to say Montana. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not the case. They're singing in this movie. They're singing in this movie. It's a musical. Oh my gosh. Is it like like based on an old thing? Like really old? I've already given you a lot. Okay, let's keep going. I'm sorry. I don't know anything. (laughs) Things get crazy when two kids playing a game realize that the world is a real jungle jumanji yes good job oh yeah a total pig convinces people that he's humble total pig convinces people that he's humble i almost said uh the lion king but that's not it (laughs) not a a total pig convinces everyone that he's humble charlotte's web yes good job a boy fakes being sick in order to steal his friend's car and be in a parade. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Yeah. Also, Charlie Sheen is arrested. I wanted to... Oh, sorry. Um, a guy with an immigrant friend tries to win presidency but can't get his llama to eat. Is this um, Emperor's New Groove? No. Nice <laughs> <laughs> try, though. That, that's actually kind of That gross. actually kind of fits. Yeah. <laughs> can't get his llama to eat? Is this recent? No, this is an older movie. Old movie. Um, Old, well, older for us, like early 2000s. Early 2000s. Oh, let's skip that one for okay. right now. 
Uh, an archaeologist keeps Germans from getting closer to God in Egypt. Oh, that's Indiana Jones. Yes, which one? The first one. Yes. Raiders of the Good Co- job. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. I had a birthday party on that yes. one. I was like and eight years old. That's why I chose this movie. No way. Uh, <laughs> a guy who can't remember anything has to solve a giant puzzle and fight spiders based off a book. Fight spiders based off a book. Fight spiders based off a book. Uh, are you talking about Harry Potter? No. But kind of close. Um... Well, we'll skip that one for right now. A divorcee becomes a transvestite in order to see his kids and get revenge on his ex. Okay, I have no clue on that one. <laughs> a hobo falls in love with a princess and does a lot of wishful thinking. That sounds like Enchanted. No. Aladdin? Dis- yes, Aladdin. Very good. All right. An African immigrant burns people with a book and gets her friend fat before almost pushing her in front of a bus. Oh, I was about to say, is that, like, um, the, the one about Okonkwo with the yams? Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> Things fall apart. Yes, no. Jimmy. Gross. Terrible Throws her book. in front of a bus. Almost. Almost. her in front of a bus. I don't know that one. A man falls for a chick. Oh, no, that's number 16. I'm only doing 15. Okay. So, back to number two. A girl who kills animals for fun now has to sleep around and kills, get to the top and save her life. Kills animals for fun? That's just demented. Um, has to sleep away around. What the heck? <laughs> if you can't, if you can't let's, get it, let's keep going. Okay, let's keep going. An Australian amnesic female doesn't know where anything or anyone is, but she knows how to read and uses those skills to find a clown's son. A clown's son. That's I don't even like an amnesia Australian female. You got to give me something to go on there. It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Technically, it's a Pixar movie. Is it Rescuers Down Under? No. Oh, man. Um, oh, my God. I don't know. It's a Pixar movie? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like I should know this. Want to go to the next one? Yeah, let's do okay. the next one. Uh, number four. A veteran who can't find love tries to find his friend who can't help but kill people. Also, there's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's Captain America. Yes, which one? The first one. The original one. The Not the Winter Soldier. It is the Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, Bucky. Oh, uh, he, he was in the first one. No, but Scarlett Johansson's not in the first one. Wasn't she? No, she... Oh, no, she wasn't the love interest. That's, correct, that's yeah. Black Widow. Okay, so... Yeah. Good one on that one. Technically, since you said the first one, it's technically incorrect, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, a holy man who makes a deal with the devil to save his girlfriend lets monsters roam the earth. Makes a deal with the devil. Holy man makes a deal with the devil. You really got things. This it's, is probably one of the harder ones. Holy man makes... I almost said, um, what's the what's the show with the two brothers that go around? Um, it it kind of sounds like that, but like... Um, oh, uh, like Supernatural? An, yeah, it sounds like an no, episode of Supernatural. No. Um, let monsters... Is it Percy Jackson? You're really close, but no. Oh, Really man. close. Oh, man. Is it like a book series? No. It's a movie? Yeah. Okay, so it it's has a to be a movie. movie. Oh, it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Is it Hercules? Yes, very good. Oh, man. All right. A woman can't find her dad because her singer mom sleeps with too many guys. Can't find her dad because her singer mom sleeps with too many guys. And it's a musical, remember. Wow, it's this musical. is a musical. Is this recent? It's like 2008. 2008. That's an oddly specific year. I'm pretty sure it's when I don't know. Let's skip that one for right now. Uh, a guy with an immigrant friend tries to win presidency but can't get his llama to eat. Can't get his llama to eat. 
<laughs> I totally thought that was an Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> no, but there are llamas in that movie. Um, can't get this llama to eat. I don't know. Is it like the pet, pet detective? No. Oh, my, no. It's a comedy. Uh, really, it was like an indie film at the time, but it is super popular. Oh, I know who this is. It's Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, very good. Oh, of course. How did okay. I not think of that? A guy who can't remember anything has to solve a giant puzzle and fight spiders based off of a book. Based off of a book. But there is a movie for it, correct? There is a movie. Was the movie recent? Uh, no, but there there was a sequel and there was a third based off of the sequel and third book. Based off the sequel and the third book. So it's about spiders. It's not Indiana Jones again, is it? Um, spiders are really just in the first one. Um, read it again for me. A guy who can't remember anything has to solve a giant puzzle and fight spiders can't based remember. off of a book. Can't remember anything and has to solve puzzles. I'm hoping you get a lot of these right because no offense, your time is not looking too good. I know, right it's now. all right. I know. I don't know. Can you give me a hint? Um, without giving it away. Dylan O'Brien is in the movie. Oh, that doesn't help me. I don't know actors. Um. Think of puzzle, like, what's, it, what's another thing to replace puzzle with? I don't um, know! The uh, something game? No. Oh. It's what? like, uh, think of like, you could put like a lab rat in this. A lab rat? Uh, and it has to like find the cheese. I don't know. I don't know this okay. one. <laughs> lab rat uh, has to find the cheese. A divorcee becomes a transvestite in order to see his kids and get revenge on his ex. That sounds like Cory. Oh, <laughs> what the heck? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I give up. I don't think I know any of these. We'll go through the, the next two one more time. Uh, an African immigrant burns people with a book and gets her friend fat before almost pushing her in front of a bus. Burns people with a book? Is this a Disney movie? No. I don't think so. No. Nope. Um, is it recent? No, this is like 2004. Oh, so it's been a while. Yeah. It's oh. still really popular. Really iconic movie. Really? Yeah. African immigrant. Burns uh, burns burns what again? Somebody with Burns a people with a book. Burns people, so it's not just one person. I don't know, I'm gonna have to pass on that one. A man falls for a chick who digs wigs. Oh wait, no, dang it, that's still number sixteen. Um <laughs> Sneak okay, preview. Okay, so you you say you you I up. think that's it, yeah. Okay, let's You have to tell me what those is. other ones were. Okay, so timer was... Well, I'll say it took me a while to pull it up. So 9 minutes, 42 seconds. Or 45 seconds. Um, and that was for Jordan Brown. How many did I get? So let me see. I know I'm not the, the record setter here. You got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You got 9 out of 15. Oh, I didn't do too bad, though. So not yeah, More than half. Um... Okay, so let's go through the ones. So you got Spongebob. A girl who kills animals for fun now has to sleep around to get to the top and save her life. That's the Hunger Games. Oh, I, I totally forgot about the hunk, like the, the animals thing. Yeah. I just like slept around. I, I mean, I guess it's like two she, people. She had to sleep with PETA in order to help guarantee her safety oh, to win the games. Little PETA. Um, an Australian amnesic female doesn't know where anything or anyone is, but she knows how to read and uses her skills to find a clown's son. That's Finding Nemo. Oh! <laughs> I would have never guessed that. The clown part threw me. I was like, yeah. a clown's son? 
Uh, a woman can't find her dad because her singer mom sleeps with too many guys. Mamma Mia. Have you seen Mamma oh, Mia? Oh, of course. I've seen both of them. That's that, Mamma Mia. Her mom sleeps with too many guys. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good way of putting it, too. Because yeah. that's the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who can't remember anything has to solve a giant puzzle and fight spiders based off of a book. That's the Maze Runner. No. Yes. Oh man. Did I was, you see? Did, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. I saw. I saw that one, and I saw what was the Scorch Trials. Yeah. That okay. That movie was nothing like the book. It was. Though. Yeah. It was. I read nothing all three. Like I book. read the first three books, yeah. and then after that, I just like, eh, it's kind of boring. It, it doesn't seem like it was going anywhere. It really didn't. So really didn't. yeah, I kind of tuned out on that. Yeah. Um, man, I would have never guessed that the spiders part threw me. I was like, is it yeah. some like action well, hero? I almost put in robot spiders. That would have helped me. But I was that like, helped man, me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. This if it had been like. Spiders that are evil, <laughs> like that would that would have tipped me off. A divorcee becomes a transvestite in order to see his kids and get revenge on his ex. That's Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't think I've even seen that one. Okay, it's actually a family film. It's Robin Williams. It is Robin. Um, okay. He is a voice actor, and his wife divorces him, and he loses custody of his kids. She puts an ad out for a housekeeper slash kind of nanny while she's at work to watch the children and take care of them. So he dresses up like an old lady in order to still keep tabs <laughs> on his kids. It's a really good, really funny movie. That sounds like, like a good one. I might have to watch that one. Back in the 90s. That one sounds pretty funny. Definitely in the Robin Williams classics. Um, last one. An African immigrant burns people with a book and gets her friend fat before almost pushing her in front of a bus. That's Mean Girls. Have you seen Mean Girls? I've seen Mean Girls. I, I wouldn't have guessed that, though. Yeah, the African immigrant, wow. I... Uh, pride myself on that one because that i feel like that just throws people off she was what she lived in africa all her life before she moved to america and then she gets regina george fat with those like chocolate bars or something and then something like that at the end almost pushes her in front of a bus but doesn't and everyone says that she was the one to do it but good job on the game not too shabby got nine out of 15 so let's see if i can do fractions and if i go through okay so that's three out of five 60%. Sixty percent. Not bad. That's better than fifty percent. Hey. So uh, but good job. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sacrificing time and dignity to be here. <laughs> dignity. Uh, I will give you a five-second PSA of anything you want to say before we close out. Support local journalism. All right. Very good. Uh, so closing announcements, uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss, so that you never miss an episode that comes out every other Tuesday. Uh, if you are on iTunes, even if you're on Spotify or any other streaming device, give me some ratings, people, uh, leave a review. It's the best way for people to learn about the podcast and know how great it is to listen. Um, follow me on Instagram at savage underscore Sasquatch 78. You gotta remember your own tagline. Well, there. for the longest time, I was saying 83, because <laughs> that's in my email. Uh, 78. What happened to the other 82 um, of them? Yeah, they were all taken. <laughs> more Savage and more Sasquatch. Exactly. Uh-huh. Would you like to pimp yourself out, your social media? Uh, yeah, hit me up at JJ Burhow. That's on Instagram. Uh, I don't really post a lot, but, you know, I post enough to keep it interesting. Yeah. So be sure to follow me. Um, be sure to pass along word. Please watch Big Brother so that I have someone to talk to about it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay good, everybody. See you.